Hello and welcome to another podcast from me. Today I'm going to be talking about entrepreneurship, what it is, how someone could become an entrepreneur, and some of the benefits of being an entrepreneur. So let's hop into that. So entrepreneurs are basically just people who have a business idea or a a plan to better things. You know, it's just like a short explanation of what it is but it's like it is it's a lot more than that in depth uh it's like they're very passionate people about what they do you know it's not just it's not just a uh, will you wake up one day oh no well i guess a better way to put it is you can't just sit down and be like what could make me the most money right now what can i do to make the most money it's usually people the people that succeed are usually the ones that have a a goal in mind. They have a drive to bring something to the world, you know. Have some kind of product or good to give to people that can benefit and you know, and they, they don't they never stop until they've reached their goal and but you know, part of being an entrepreneur is there never is a top. There never is a a limit to how far their goals are, you know, they always want to grow, make their business better, what can they do to adapt to changes in the world even, you know, you know, like, people get their phones wet all the time, like Apple, for example, they are working on water resistance, you know, it's not waterproof, you know, but if you drop it on a fish tank or something, you pull it back out, it works, but I can guarantee you get an iPhone 4 from back in the 2000s, drop that in the water, it's gone immediately. You could probably put it in rice, maybe, but it's not going to survive. So it's like, there's adaptability. But are they going to just stop at making the iPhone 12 and just be like, yeah, I feel like this is the best product we could possibly have right now? No. And, you know, I feel like Apple's not the best example because I feel like they are a bit money-hungry in a way. They are... You know, they they drive for it, but the the heart of Apple with Steve Jobs originally was just to have a way to help people and give something that people needed. So, you know, it's it's not exactly hard to become an entrepreneur, but it's not easy either, you know. Like, you have to, you have to have a dream and a goal, you know. You can, I mean... I'm not saying you can't just sit down and and feel and not feel but think of an idea on the spot maybe even but usually it's something that strikes for people you know they work hard and tirelessly after they have just like a small hint of something and they they research and are diligent and they're passionate about what they try to do you know and a good a good way to start that is to first find a problem in the world. You can check the news, you can check articles, you can watch, you can even watch TV, you know. What's a reoccurring theme that pops up that's a problem? And after that, you when you find a problem that you think is a real issue, you do everything you can to try to find a solution to that problem. And that's a good, that's a good way to start out your entrepreneurship. And then, you know, you also need to just 
it can't just be a half-baked attempt to try to make a product you have to you have to really want it and that's why it's important not to just want money from it because when you want money from something oftentimes you know you're not going to stay at that you're going to not be making any money for a decent amount of time and then you'll give up when you're when you're broke for long enough and things can develop into being money hungry but they usually don't start that way it's just when you lose sight of what you desire but you know like i said you have to if it's something you really want and really a goal that you want to achieve you'll stay at it even if you're broke for like five years plus eventually it'll it'll hit and you'll finally you'll finally get a win under your belt um, well, another thing is to take in any information that you can possibly get from. You can talk to homeless people on the streets. You can talk to failed business owners. You can talk to successful business owners. You can talk to your mom if you need to. Anything. Everybody has something that you don't know, most likely. You could probably talk to somebody and learn something you don't know, even if it's just gossip about somebody who lives down the street you didn't know about that but that could even that could affect your life in some way you didn't even realize and now that you know this fact you can use that to better yourself and in this case better your your goals and your your product um, um, an important thing is as well is you learn from your failures but you have to you know you have to be able to take that uh, that loss to the face you know you have to, you have to, it's going to hurt sometimes, you know, you're going to, you're going to get to a point where, you know, you're on a winning streak even, and this, you've been working on something big, even, everybody's gone through it, maybe on bigger scales for other people, for some people, everybody's had a moment where they've been working on something, whether it be a relationship or a project for school. You put your all into it. You do research. You you think it's a great idea. Other people think it's a great idea, and then when you present it, it flops. You, you get a you get a C. You know you you did A work and you get a C. You get put in the friend zone for my first example. You know you're trying to get in a relationship. It's it's a flop. But a lot of people will take that as oh well, maybe I should try as hard. And they'll go back, they'll just have all C work. They're an A student, but they'll have all C work because they realize their best isn't good enough. Or they'll give up on dating for a long time. And they'll miss out on plenty of opportunities. They'll run in front of their face, better opportunities even, that they couldn't even see before. But now they're just shutting it out and denying it because they don't want to take the same loss again. But part of being an entrepreneur is those losses are going to be the best thing for you you will grow large leaps and bounds based off of this and like i said any aspect in life but i'm talking about entrepreneurship today so of course that's what i'm going to be on and you know it's normal for any business to fail you know um it, you know 20 percent of new businesses fail in the first two years of being open 20 percent is no, that's a decent number. I mean, it's a pretty small number in average, but you think about how many people are always trying to start new businesses. 
is a, a decent average. But if you think, oh, wow, the numbers would, would decrease the amount of years that a business goes on. But no. It's right here. I have it. It says 45 during the first five years of being a business. 45%. That's nearly half of all businesses fail. And But, I mean, if that was the case, you know how many businesses are in the world? Like, I'm sure, like, I go back to my original example of a business, Apple, you know. I think the iPhone 5C was personally a flop. That phone was, it was generally useless. I mean, it had its perks, and obviously people bought it because, you know, it's an Apple product, and it was cheap because it was small. But, like, looking back on it, it had, it came with about 8 gigabytes of storage space, and 3 plus of those gigabytes were taken from from necessary downloads on the phone, and every time you had a system update, it would go on, and it would go 5, and it would get lower, and, you know, as more space gets taken up, you know, you basically just, you have that phone for a week, and it's, it's full, like, what do you want to do with that? You take, like, a 100, like, a 1,000 pictures, that's, like... It's like three gigabytes of your space. It's all taken up. Oh, excuse me. But, you know, let's go on. 65 during the first 10 years. And, I mean, I guess it makes sense that when you, as the years go on, the percentage would go on because it's like in the first year, there's a decent amount would. But, I mean, obviously that means that a lot of businesses that didn't fail in the first two years or the first five years that weren't included in that 20 or 45 percent, they've been going on. And if they're staying at it for five to seven years, then they've probably been growing and they've probably been making profits, making money, and succeeding. And that means that they hit a wall, you know. But, I mean, if you've been going for seven to ten years, unless you just, like, completely go bankrupt, which I feel like, is a pretty low chance unless you mess up really bad. I, I think that I think that I mean th- that's a that's a good way to look at it. You know, you, they went on that long and still failed. That's something that they they had to take it. But and okay, and then the, the last statistic I have. And these people probably just don't have the drive they thought they did. It wasn't a real dream. It was probably a money-making venture. Or, I mean, money is important in the world. So maybe they didn't even have money in mind. But at the end of the day, you need money to survive. So it says here only 25% of new businesses make it to 15 years or more. And, you know, that's 25%. That's a whole fourth. Like, that's a decent amount like. I don't know how to put it in a way that makes it seem big, but I'm sure that any thinking about it is an entire fourth of some like a hundred, like twenty five percent of a hundred is a lot. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to really put it in a way to show how big that is. But twenty five is a decent amount, and, and they, they don't even make it fifteen years. That's 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 wild to me. But it's. It's usually just the case of, you know, I don't even know how to really put it right now. Like, 
feel like you try to go onward and I can't think of the best way to word this to show that why 15 years is kind of crazy for me to, you know but I mean it's just they can't, they can't handle the heat it's a shrewd business world out here you know can't handle the heat get out the kitchen I guess and they got out that's probably not the most you know well thought out way of saying it but I feel like it gets the job done so we drive forward Like, like I said earlier, as a entrepreneur, there aren't really limits to how far you will grow, how far you will rise up in the world. And it's important to remember that there can never be a roof, you know. It's, the top should always be open. You should always be able to drive farther up. It should be like... like If you earn a rocket ship and you go up and you go up and you go into space, you might hit something along the way, but that doesn't mean you gotta stop. You're gonna keep floating forever. You're gonna keep going on, but it's your choice at the end of the day whether or not you want to be enough or if you want to be more than that, you know? And I think that's what separates the people that really want it and the people that think that they want it. Uh, big thing as well is try to keep your circle small. A lot of times you'll see that, you know, if you, if you have a big business, it it's hard to delegate and to... to, to be over everything, you know, make sure everything's going the way you want it, and if, you know, you have too many people, eventually, they're not gonna, not everybody's gonna be planning out their vision, if you start a business, of course, you're gonna want it to grow, but if you hire people on, they need a job, and at the end of the day, it becomes a job for a lot of people, and, you know, not everyone just has the same vision and drive, you know, you might have a few people that just are really, are really stuck on your ideas, and they think that you're just going places, and they want to be part of that, and they will do what they can to help you grow, but not everybody in the world is like that, so it's important to have a small group of trustworthy people that are hard workers that will get the job done efficiently and properly. As well as worrying about your workers, you also have to worry about the customer. The customer is the most important piece to a business. More important than, I'd say anything, even a product even. Because the product has to cater to what the customer wants. You have to listen to every single detail that a customer will tell you. You know, sometimes it's important to, you know, you might need to go out and with one of your customers and see how they feel about your product. Talk to them. And then that goes along with earlier when I was saying, 
take in any information you can. But in this case, it's not just about whatever. It has its own specific reasons this time. It's about your product and making it grow. So you have to talk to your customers. You have to find out what they want. And in doing that, you're able to tweak it in exactly the way. And obviously, you're going to sell way more products if, obviously, customers want it. If if you think, oh, wow, yeah, I need to make a shirt that is all red with purple lettering and uh, green sleeves, and you think that that's just going to sell off, you know, the wall, but then you go talk out, you get... You get seven people. You, you you do a survey. You ask 50 people. And seven of them, the first seven are like, bam, this is it. This is the shirt. This is bomb. This is fire. I like this. And you're like, yeah, maybe I should stop here. You stop there, you're dumb. You, know, you plan to go out with 50, but you realize at the start, oh, this might work. But if you just keep going and you keep listening, you'll realize purple, red, and green especially like where they're placed, that's probably going to be a tacky looking shirt. It's probably going to be pretty ugly. And a lot of people aren't going to want to wear that. They might wear some, a lot of people just like wearing stuff just to stand out. I mean, I guess fashion is up to the, to the wearer, but like, like at the end of the day, some colors just don't go together. You know, you can think something's hard. You can think something's good and, you know, it looks nice. That doesn't mean that it looks nice. I just, you know, you have your own, everybody has their own preferences, but, and it's not even about my image or anybody else's image even. Like, it's not like they care what they're wearing. It's just when you, when you have something that doesn't look good, you're not going to want to put it on. And that's just, clothing's just one example. I mean, there's plenty of other things. A lot of people don't, people want iPhones, you know? So it's like, at the end of the day, Android has to, Samsung has to cater to what other people want and what, what could draw in Apple customers. A lot of times they said camera quality wasn't the best. They stepped up their camera quality. They say Androids break all the time. They got stronger glass than Apple's even came up with. It's a long process. It takes a while, but you have to find out what people want. You have to listen to every review, every person. touch on for being an entrepreneur is win and take in that win like it's like it's the biggest win of your life you know it can be just you sold your first product obviously that's not a particularly a small win if you're a new business owner, you know, it becomes, that's obviously like probably the biggest win you're probably going to have your entire career. Even if you make the biggest sale of your life, the first sale without that, what would you have? So take it in. You get a win, you know, 10 years from then, you, you, make a new product and you personally don't think it's going to sell well but it does or no even even better than that you 
ratings for your product is dropping, you're 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 feeling like oh this is this is gonna be a bad year, and you just I don't know where peaks up something somewhere accidentally advertises for you, but it doesn't do it well enough to bring you into green. It just does you well enough to where you are in a good spot. You know you're not better particularly, but you're like neutral now. That's a win. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be easier to recover from that. You should take that. And you should, if you're having a bad day, even use that as motivation to keep driving, you know. Because even on bad days, you know, in the business world or real life, you have to, you know, you have to take a win. Especially if you're taking a lot of losses. Like, I mean, I know I said that that taking an L is important. But if you take constant L's back to back... That will weigh on you no matter who you are. So it's important to have every little win feel like the greatest win in the world. To just 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 to keep everything moving properly. And I feel like with that, all of that together, all of this information taken from I'm sure plenty of entrepreneurs around the world compiled together, it if everybody's saying the same thing, it's gotta be, it's gotta have some truth to it. So, I think with all this information, it really anybody can do it, but it takes a certain kind of person to keep doing it and to stay strong and to actually get the job done. So, I hope to whoever this podcast reaches. They'll be able to take some of my words in and hear that it's possible. If this is your dream, this has been your dream, go for it. But just know that it's not going to be as easy as just waking up and jumping right into it. You're not just going to be able to plop a lemonade stand outside and suddenly be Minute Maid. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's going to take a lot of work. Research, diligence, and that driving passion to get you to a place with no roof. Thank you for listening.